small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Kyle Dotson. And joining us tonight, we're recording at the at the house. In the rock room. In the, we call it the rock room. <laughs> 103.9, the rock, the rock room. room. Yeah, we're recording at the house, and um, the sound's good at the house, because the room is small, there's no echo. Mm-mm. It's good. Wait, let's listen. There's a something humming. There is something humming. What is that? You think it's the fan? Maybe. Should we keep it or turn it off? Oh, it's the board. Oh, it's or, the board. Or this computer. Oh, it's one. It's some of our shitty equipment. Okay. <laughs> Business as usual. You want to turn that off? <laughs> yeah. Turn, yeah, 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 turn yeah, just turn off. the board off. Turn the board off. I couldn't hear it. All right. Joining us tonight in the uh, guest co-host chair, uh, Tom Neuerberg. He's in town. You remember Tom from the Thin Lizzy show. And Tom, you came up with the topic tonight. I did. What's it called? Well, I'm going to call this one The Hidden Gems of the Monsters of Rock. The, oh, jeez, I got to change. What a, what a clunked up title that <laughs> The Hidden Gems. Hidden Gems from the Monsters oh, of Rock? There's a reason this won't post till January. What did you have it down as? I just had uh, hid, The Hidden Gems of Rock. His list right now says Tom's bullshit. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, monsters. Oh boy! It's not even a fit in your form. It's gonna throw off your tabs. I know. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, well, just cancel this. No, episode. no, no. Forget Here it. you go. I, I'm gonna shrink it. I'll shrink that down like that. Oh, that's a good idea. I gotta shrink it down even more if I want to put time. I have like a word document. I should. Sh- this should be a video. This maybe should be in an Excel sheet. This should be a. This will be a. What happened? Oh. I didn't come for typing help. <laughs> this uh, maybe this will be a video. I'll show my little uh, my little uh, sheet, my word document. Do they get all- shit? <laughs> my my word shit. Uh, okay, so Tom, explain what the topic is. How does this work? Well, l- let me explain because the definition monsters of rock mm-hmm. is going to have to be a little fluid here. Okay. Well, then maybe we take that <laughs> word out. <laughs> maybe that was a bad word to throw in there. Yeah, take that out of there. Now, Monsters of Rock, basically, it's going to be any band or artist uh-huh. that a music fan worth their salt would know, would, would know, be okay. familiar with. And that could be a band that has a 40-year history that everybody knows, mm-hmm. or it could be a one-hit wonder that is just very well-known for having that one right. hit. Basically, what we're trying to do is unearth music here that maybe people haven't heard yeah. or haven't heard for a while, maybe have forgotten about, lesser-known songs mm-hmm. that you're not going to hear on the radio. But you know what? Like some some bands or some artists that I looked at, I couldn't do it with. Like Van Halen, I feel like everyone knows all their songs. Maybe a deep Van Hagar track, but I mean, but who wants to hear that? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's not what we. I mean, I like it, but there's a reason why those are deep tracks. Okay, <laughs> but you know, the the Dave albums, I feel like everyone knows every song on all those albums. Well, it's the same thing like with the Beatles. I mean, it would be hard to come up with a yeah, a, a hidden gem of a Beatles song. Really, yeah. people, so you either know them or you yeah. don't like them, right? So I was really diligent in um, in picking. I think I think I did. I think I did good. Kyle, did you add any? You were looking. I was looking, but yeah, I was getting in this problem where I was like, I don't want it to be rushed, so I just didn't do it. 
Because <laughs> I was right. looking before, like, this evening, uh, but then I was I like... I don't want to be rushed picking tunes. <laughs> but it's, it's not like... Uh, Is that what it's you not were doing you, in the other room? No, no. It's not, <laughs> it's not like something you can... Uh, like type in and find right like, like, like i had to like look at whole albums and then i was just like like, like songs that have cock in the title mm-hmm. <laughs> you just type yeah. in cock and they all come yeah. up are there any he, he types that in a, let me see on his computer all the time not just for songs. Now, how many songs do you have in your oh your, how many songs do i currently have in my yeah. itunes Fifty-six thousand four hundred and ninety-nine items so when you wow. type in cock you're gonna have fifty-six thousand four hundred ninety-nine mm-hmm. items yep. so yep it says that we could listen to music. So you have like for, cock eruption. All right. <laughs> That's how it's, it's, it's going to be. Running with the cock. 198.2 days we could listen without a song repeating. Wow. I mean, there's probably versions of, you know, like I know I have, there's live stuff in there. I bet I have a million versions. Let me see how many versions of Baba O'Reilly I have. This is good. This is fun. Baba O'Reilly, I have... Oh, three. Okay. I have 45 versions of baba o'reilly okay so what are these versions they're just live, live and what else they're, I mean, ju- they're just live i have a ton of live who albums because when they I would know there were that many. when they toured in 2002 2004 2006 2007 you could buy all the shows on demand okay and so i got in the thing where i would buy some and then trade with other people so i just have a ton okay i just have a ton do you listen to those a lot like um i never have <laughs> I, I actually do listen to those because, you know, there's good nights and bad nights, and Pete never says the same thing. His there's no stage patter. It's just he says in the moment what he wants yeah, to say. Just like Paul Stanley. No, <laughs> it's the opposite of Paul Stanley. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so let's talk talk about this. A couple weeks ago, you had uh, you had an you you shouldn't even be here right now. I shouldn't. You shouldn't I, be here. I'm actually lucky to be alive. And or paralyzed. Yeah. I mean, what happened? I, I probably should be dead and or paralyzed. What happened? Dead and paralyzed. That would really suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're dead, you are paralyzed. You can't move when you're dead. True. So in essence, you're paralyzed. Well, what happened was, as maybe the listeners remember, but I was I'm a firefighter and I retired. You're an the, American hero. From the well, not anymore because I retired. So now I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> you, you have a firefighter hat on. Is oh that, yes. Is that your, yeah, um, yeah. It, now it says I fifty five F. AIF. I, that's the uh, International Association of Firefighters. That's our union. And we were local 55. You're local 55. Yeah. I'm wearing this. It's, it's election season. That's why I'm wearing this. I can't drive local 55. No. <laughs> so anyway, I retired. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I retired, because I retired about a year earlier. I mean, I could have gone another year to really mm-hmm. max it out. But I was like, you know what? I had two really close calls at work where, mm-hmm. I mean, my last two big fires, I almost got killed. I mean, really close calls. And then I was getting injuries, you know, I, 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 I tore my knee up, I tore my shoulder up, and I'm like, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm getting out of here. Sometimes you got to read the signs. It's time for me to go. <laughs> so I retired. That's good, though, that you, that you, you know, that you, uh, read you the realize signs. that. You, yeah. really, you read the signs. I read realize. the signs. And so then I retired, and I've been retired for a little over five months now, and I've been to the emergency room three times already <laughs> since then, okay? You're really enjoying so, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm living life to the fullest. And the first couple times I went is... Is I had a stomach issue called diverticulitis. And I have that. That can happen. Okay. I'm a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're an American hero nope. too. I'm a diverticulitis survivor. But you know, but you know how it is. I mean, it's it's, it's it sucks, horrible. right? It's, it sucks. It, it hurts really so bad. Pain. I mean, look, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are painful. Yeah, childbirth, ladies. Yes, but I mean, this is it's bad. Have you had a kidney stone? 
Okay, I've had that too. And that's bad too. I've heard women say that have had both that they've said kidney stone is worse than childbirth. I've had two women say that to me. Wow. Now passing the kidney stone That's it, easy. It, it's, it's nothing. The, it's the it's the part where it like breaks where, loose yeah, inside where it's of come, you. Yeah. See, I thought the passing was what the pain was, and I was just like freaking out. Like I thought it was gonna be like you're just like gonna pee out like a giant pebble. <laughs> and that's not what it's like. The the night I pass could you have to pee in a strainer? Did you have to do that? They well, gave I didn't strainer. have a strainer. I didn't have a strainer. They gave me a strainer to pee in. And the night it came <laughs> out, if it... If and it, it just went all over the floor, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I didn't know you're supposed to hold the strainer <laughs> over the toilet. I saw I just peeing everywhere. But um, if it could have made a noise when it came out, it would have been this. Boop. <laughs> it's literally... I was like... I'm like, see, wait a minute, that's it. Mine was kind of big, but it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt passing it. But, I didn't say mine wasn't big. But I will, I wasn't talking about the stone. Oh. Um, but I will tell you this, hmm. from from the night that I had the attack yeah. that led me to the emergency room. Diverticulitis. Till, no, this for the kidney stone. Okay, kidney stone. So from the night You've I had, had a lot the of attack, things. I know, I'm a mess, till the, till the day that I passed yeah. it, I think it took about two weeks for me to pass it. Mm-hmm. During that two week period, I felt horrible i had i had no energy yeah yeah yeah. i couldn't i mean i couldn't keep my eyes open yeah, i was it's falling tor- asleep terrible and then when i passed it yeah that thing didn't even hit water and i already felt back to normal yep. it was like amazing now see when i didn't know that the passing wasn't gonna hurt i thought that was the part that was gonna hurt so whenever it was time to urinate i did not hold back i went like full out i'm like you know what i'm just gonna it's gonna shoot this thing out of there i'll show that stone yeah i'll show that stone so that's what i did i would go in there and just like yeah. Boop. <laughs> okay, and then so okay, so that was that. That's all the near death experience. Okay, so the near death thing. I, so I, I the diverticulitis. The story. The story behind that was, as you know, and anyone else who has it, usually you, they give you antibiotics. Yeah. And with within twenty four hours, you start feeling much better. Yeah. Well, this time around, within twenty four hours, I felt not only not any better, I felt worse. I ended up back at the ER. It had gotten worse, and they had to admit me into the hospital. To give me some hardcore antibiotics via IV. I yeah. ended up in the, I was in the hospital for three and a half days. Okay. Do you hate That's that? It. Do you hate being in the hospital for three and a half days? Yes. I hated it. I would kind of like it. No, no it's, it's you know awful. Excuse you know to how be we bed. feel. You know how we feel. I mean, your stomach feels bloated. I'm, you're sweaty. One minute you got the chills. The next. I can sleep anywhere though. I just get some no, sleep. Yeah. It's everything's like everything has a rough texture in that bed. Like everything that you're. Like I actually I made the, a reservation tonight to go to the hospital. Should I not have done that? It's Because I was there for like five days once. And for what? What did you do? I had a metal bar put in my chest. Oh, that's right. And then, uh, but yeah, it was it was terrible. I hated it. I was like, I just want to go home yeah, and sleep a, in your as own As a grown-up, it's fun. Well, <laughs> oh, the, first night I was, the first night I was in there, I was still in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sleep. I finally would drift off to sleep. And then the person across the hall at three and woke up, help me, help me. <laughs> that, was, that was me. <laughs> I came to visit Tom and I can't find him. What hospital are you in? The one in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? <laughs> I had this big Indian. He was my uh, uh, roommate. I he, bet a dime. <laughs> Martini, you can't bet a dime. I, bet I, a dime. I slept fine until someone threw a water fountain through the window. <laughs> Give me my cigarettes. I want my cigarettes, Nurse Ratchet. And the World Series. I forget was what that guy's name is. They wouldn't put the World Series on for me either. No, you want to watch the World Series, don't you? We just don't acted, you? We just acted it out, don't you, Chief? <laughs> but anyway, so I Chief put his goddamn <laughs> hand up. He put his goddamn <laughs> hand up. 
<laughs> All right, near-death experience. Okay. So now we it has get, nothing to do with these other I, things. I get past that. I get past the diverticulitis, and then me and my wife ha- we take a big trip to Ireland and Scotland to celebrate that now, you're not dead. While I was in the hospital with the diverticulitis, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh man, now I'm kind of leery about going. I'm afraid if I get over there, if this happens over there, that'll be a bigger nightmare. Yeah. But went over there, no problems, had a great time. Come home from Ireland, Scotland. Three days later, we go to Yosemite. So we go to hike. We're hiking in Yosemite. And it was my wife, my me and my wife, my son. Now, when you say hiking, you're just on a trail. Well, this time, yeah. Because okay. a lot of times we hike up to, uh, like I've done Half Dome a couple times. That's a hardcore hike. Is that like hands and knees? No, but it's, have you ever seen the um, the cables? Yeah, I when think you get so. To the, when you get the, I mean, there's, there's like two by fours it mounted into the rock and you have to pull yourself up on cables. Oh, no, I'm never doing that. And, and, and it's a it's a 13 hour round trip thing okay so this time around we were taking none of that sounds fun to me <laughs> no you've once you said cables and two by fours i was done this time around it was a it's like i'm on the gallows <laughs> yeah well the thing is when you're on those cables it's a lot of fun until you look up and you realize that all it would take is for one guy up in front of you to lose his grip and come down he's going to take everybody with oh. him. i mean they're going to take everybody with it and you have no, con- and I don't like it when you don't have control over something. You that's know? like that short. That's like that Stallone movie cliffhanger. Exactly. And I had on the uh, spandex shorts and the skin tight tank top also <laughs> in the snow. Give me your head. <laughs> Give me your head, Tom. Isn't that over the top? It's always movies. What if, what if he took that guy's hand and then just just like <laughs> just broke him up like that? Well, the dramatic close up too yeah. of, the, of the muscular, sweaty yep. hands gripping. Anyway, so we do the hike. Long story short, Lower Yosemite Falls, it was dry. There was no water running. When there is water mm-hmm. running, it comes down and it creates this giant pool of ice cold water that's like five, six feet deep. Okay. In years past, we've hiked up there and we've jumped in that water. Nice. You know? So our hike began and ended at Lower Yosemite Falls. Okay. So when we got back, so we, we did a 10-mile hike. So we get back to Lower Yosemite Falls. And of course, instead of just being happy with ju- just doing the hike... I had the bright idea of, well, I wonder if the pool is still up there. You know, even though the waterfall is dry, maybe the pool's still up there. I'm going to go take a look. Well, no one else went, just me. Just went by yourself. Yeah, because everyone else Always was like, smart. yeah, you go ahead. We, we're, we're, we, we've had enough. <laughs> Good luck, Dad. So I'm climbing up these. and th- Now, this is not a hike. This is now like a rock scramble. Okay. okay. So I'm going up these rocks, and, the, and there's no water, but the rocks are slick like glass because they're used to having water uh. run over them. So I'm going along and they're slippery and but and I'm thinking about other things and I get to one I'm almost to the top where it flattens out where that mm-hmm. pool would be. And I'm standing on one rock that's about six feet off the ground and I'm reaching up for my handhold and I can tell terrible. that I'm I could and this is why I, I kick myself because I could tell I wasn't gonna reach it, but I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna try it anyway. I'm gonna jump. I'm, oh, I'm gonna try to no. grab it. But if no, I don't grab no, it, no, no. I'll just land back down on this rock that I'm standing on, right? Oh, I had it all planned God. out. Well, I jumped and I missed and I did land on that rock, but it was so slippery that I lost my balance. Jesus Christ. I did the whole Fred Flintstone running in, you know, midair for <laughs> two seconds type thing, trying to get my balance. And then that moment hits you where you know I'm going over. You're going. I'm falling over. Bonnie! Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Will! <laughs> I don't know what's behind me other than I know it's all right. I can't catch you, Fred. I can't catch you. <laughs> I got you. He's on the other side. Yep. Fred comes down. <laughs> That was Dino. Dino yeah, came. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not a bad Dino. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I'm falling, and, and the old saying. I can do, do Hopperoo too. How, how, how. You know, that's Bam Bam. 
Bam Bam has Hopperoo. Yeah, That's his yeah, pet. Yeah. It's like a like a prehistoric. Do Bam Bam? Uh, yeah. Do you do Bam Bam? Bam 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 Bam. Can you do the great kazoo? I don't. I don't know. I can't do kazoo. Kazoo sucks. Yeah, kazoo's lame. It's Harvey Corman. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be better than that. Yeah. All right. Sorry for the that we digressed. That's okay. I'm just about to almost die. <laughs> anyway, jump. So I'm, I'm falling backwards, and as I'm falling, it, I truly am like having the uh, you know the flash. Your life flashes right, before right. your eye. I mean, it, it truly does, because in that split second that I fell, I remember thinking, "Oh, please don't hit my head. Please, I don't want. Please don't be paralyzed." I love rock solid. And. <laughs> I hope this rock isn't solid. <laughs> and hey, uh, hidden gems of monsters of rock. rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it came from. So you hit. I hit hard. Okay, I hit really hard. My hat flew off. My sunglasses flew off. And of course, what's your? I'm sorry. You mean your helmet flew off? Yeah, yeah you wore a helmet yes. when Wait, you rock climbed. I'm sorry. Did you hit? Did you land like back first? Yeah. Okay. So I fell back. So as I'm falling. I'm thinking if my head hits a rock, mm-hmm. I'm it's going to kill me, you know? If not instantaneously, if I let's say I cracked my head open and I was bleeding, I would have bled out because mm-hmm. I would I would fell on these rocks, no one would have found me for several minutes and then they would have had to get me down. And it's so funny, you have the training to help someone if this happens to them, but you can't help yourself. Well, the funny thing is is so you know, so when you hit, what's the first thing? Whenever you trip or fall, what's your first thing? It's like, oh shit, I'm embarrassed. I hope no one yeah. saw me, right? So I pop up really quick because I'm thinking, okay, I don't want anybody to see that. Mm-hmm. As as soon as I popped up, I knew something was wrong. I, in my back, I'm like, oh my god. I mean, and it was shooting down my leg, and I felt like any step I took was going to paralyze me, you know. And so I'm standing there, and I'm dazed. I'm about. Hey, to how faint. come the camera shut off after five minutes? I I don't know. Well, that's not cool. Do you have to... It's five minutes and it shut off. Well, is that a, how? It is there goes? a limit? I don't know. There shouldn't be. Is it is it shut off if we're not active enough? Shouldn't be. Well, it seemed like the camera shut off, so I just turned it back on again. So I don't know what video you guys are going to watch. <laughs> Tom is telling the story. The best part. Compilation. And this is great for the audio people who are yeah. like, "What the fuck are we listening?" All right. <laughs> anyway, okay, so you jump up, back I hurts. Jump up. My back's killing, shooting down my leg, everything's spinning, and I'm looking down, and I'm thinking, how in the heck am I going to get down from here? Because I'm almost at the top, and and I'm thinking, this, I actually should be rescued from this. You know, I should be put on a, a Stokes basket and carried yeah. down, but I'm I don't, also know, thinking, I don't know what you're talking about. But, but I'm okay. also thinking, there's no way in hell I'm going to let them do that to me. You know, the my pride is not going to let them... So I start making my way down. Oh my god! And this couple was coming up. Are you bleeding? Well, I was, but I didn't realize it. And then this, the woman sees me, and she's like, "You're bleeding." And I'm like, "Huh? That's not my blood." I'm so I'm so dazed. (laughs) I didn't even know, you know. And then the the husband says, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." So um, then he says, "Are you okay?" And I go, "No, man." I go, "I I couldn't even speak. I was like whispering. I'm like, I need help. I need help. I fell. I I fell so hard back there." I go grab me. I'm gonna faint. I thought I was gonna faint and fall again. Yeah, yeah. You know. I go grab me. So they got they grabbed me. By about this time, my wife lift was me, lift me up by my penis. <laughs> <laughs> my wife had been watching down below, and she was seeing me and said, "He's not acting right." So she told my son, "Get up mm. there and see what's wrong." So he got there about that time. So the three of them got me down. And your and your son is trained. Yeah, he's a paramedic. Okay. So they got me down. Someone had called nine one one. They came. They offered me pain meds, but if they gave me the pain meds, I'd have to stay with them as their patient for like three hours. I said, no, I want to get out of here. They offered me an ambulance ride to a hospital, but when I asked them what kind of hospital it was, it sounded like it was pretty podunk. And I'm thinking, well, I don't want to go there just to have them say, here's two Tylenol. So 
basically, we got in the car and went home. Two, uh, three hour drive, I guess. My wife, we pull up in front of the emergency room. By this time, I'm feeling, your wife's a nurse. My wife's a nurse. Okay, so yeah. you're in good hands. And she's, and I'm feeling better, right? Mm-hmm. We pull up in front of the hospital, and I'm like, I go, you know what? I go, I think I'm feeling better. I go, you know, just just pull up in the front, just drop me off. You guys can go home. I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> so I get out of the car, and I immediately knew, like, <laughs> every step, and I walk into. The, I come walking into the emergency room, and uh, the same nurse was there that checked me in for the diverticulitis. She's I like, th- "Not you again." Yeah, I think she thought I was coming in for that again. And then as I walked in, I was like, "Then oh, oh. <laughs> someone yelled, "Get on a wheelchair!" They put me in a wheelchair. I couldn't sit in the you're wheelchair. You're too embarrassed to see people see you fall, but you're not too embarrassed to sound like a seal. Oh, it was as you walk through the hospital. It was, it was so embarrassing. People were looking at me. My my wife left. She went out into the waiting room. I think she was embarrassed. Has she come back yet? <laughs> oh, that's why I want to know if this room's available. Um, anyway, long story short, they did a CT scan on me. I broke multiple fractures in my lumbar region, oh my and then I later, two days later, realized I had a bulging disc, and that's what was causing mm-hmm. that pain down my leg. But here I am. It is literally thirty. Three days later, thirty-three and a third. And I am nor I'm back to normal. <laughs> All right, and I can't believe it. It's it's I am I'm truly a walking miracle right now because three weeks ago I was sitting at home on the couch near tears, thinking I was never going to run again or hike or do any of the mm-hmm. things I want to do. Come here and do this, and now I'm back to normal. I just want to say <laughs> that I like mountain climbers who don't fall. Those what, are the kind I like. What uh? So like, what did you do for your did you go like to therapy for no. it? Or? Oh. I the, they I thought they were going to put me back in the hospital that night, and they go. Oh, the, I would love that. The doctor comes in and he goes, "Yeah, um, well, you got multiple fractures, lumbar fractures," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I go, "So what do we do now?" And I'm thinking he's going to be like, "Well, we're going to admit you," and he's like, "Well, just go home and uh, take it easy." All right, that's what he said. Cool. Gotta love that American healthcare. Yeah. So I went home and took it easy. I I and here started, you are. I started watching um rewatching the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. The next day, starting with season one, episode one, and I'm three episodes away right now from finishing it. So I got, even though I'm feeling better now, I got to complete. How many that. episodes are there in the Sopranos? There's six seasons, and each one has like ten. Ten. Or, the last one is thirteen. Mm-hmm. So probably about sixty-three. No more than that. Probably closer to seventy. Oh, six seasons, ten each. That's but 60. some have like some have the some thirteen, have a, oh, twelve. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Now, what, let me see now where it's giving me a four minutes and 38 seconds. I just want to know that if... Uh, uh, yeah. Well, here, I'm, I'm keeping here. an eye on the light blinking, so I'll... Well, down here it says five minutes right there, which means it's going to stop at five minutes. So we have some setting that mm-hmm. won't let it record past five minutes, okay. which is strange. That is strange. So I wonder how you fix that setting. I've never heard I'm of that. I'm sure we'll, uh, we can Google it afterwards All right. and fix it. Yeah, there it stopped. Hmm. All right. Well, that's it. That's all they're getting. They're just going to get five minutes. It's a five-minute They're going to get two five-minute chunks of nonsense. <laughs> yeah. They're not even going to get two. They're, they're not even one. getting the, the the good part of Tom's story. <laughs> I just wonder. I, I'm just uh, I'm bummed that the, that's not... Um, the light is still blinking from where I can see, so maybe it's... Yeah, but it's not... It's not um, I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't come here for GoPro talk and... Mm, All these what. people could shut up. I don't know why. Preemptively right. shut up. The hidden gems 
Well, we're glad you're with us. Of the monsters of rock. We're glad you're with us. I'm glad I'm with you too. Let's play some music. This is a good. Uh, this is a good topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> good topic idea. Damn straight. Okay, who wants to start? You start. You're the okay. guest. Okay, as the guest, I will start. So the first one, I'm. It's, I'm going to do. What's the best way for me to um, alert you to which one it is? Uh, Just give you the band name. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. So right I'll before I came here, I, I left directly from the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Yes, you did. To come here to Pat's house. Mm-hmm. And you can't think of the Rainbow Bar and Grill without thinking of Motorhead and Lemmy. Okay. So I think Motorhead's a monster of rock. Do you? I do. But I, even though I don't, uh, on my shelves, I don't own any Motorhead. Uh, okay. But yeah, I think they are. And I think Motorhead is the heavy metal equivalent of the Ramones. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Where hmm. you see a lot of people wearing the t-shirts, Yep. even though they probably don't know much about them. That would be me. And if they do know about them, they know one song, right? With with the Ramones, everyone lo- loves I Want to Be Sedated. Yep. With Motorhead, everyone loves Ace, Ace of Spades. Spades. That's a good song, though. It is a good song. But there's much more to them than just Ace of Spades. So I picked a song off the album, Ace of Spades, classic album from 1980. And this song is called for all you old romantics out there, love me like a reptile. Now, do you know that one? I do not know that one. I don't know hardly any um, Motorhead songs. Really? I didn't know they did a version of, a, is it Street Fighting Man that's in a commercial right now? Oh, yeah. It's uh, been shown up in like a car commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know they did a version of that. It's great. Yeah. No, I think you'd like it. Ace of Spades, that whole album is really good. Yeah, I, I like this. Iron Fist, too. I liked this. Yeah, that was a good song. Lemmy's one of those people who's... Not a good singer, but I like how he sings. It's a lot of people that we like that aren't good singers. Mm-hmm. A lot well, of people. It's the voice fits the material. Yes, exactly. You know? yeah. I mean, you could say you could say that about Tom Petty. Yeah, that's you true. That's um, true. Like that. You know, if if you were Tom Petty's dad and he came to you when he was a teenager and said, "Dad, I I, I think my plan is I'm going to be a singer." Well, son, let me hear you. <laughs> I mean, you would be like, he, well, he, son, but... you need to have a backup plan. <laughs> I think but he's his a little voice, better than that. His voice fits the material yeah. perfectly. Yeah. As a matter of fact, someone cons- that you would consider a good singer mm-hmm. couldn't sing those songs. I don't think. Probably not. Probably not. Kyle, you couldn't sing them. <laughs> nope. I'm a wonderful singer. Tom, you were here. We did a little Thin Lizzy episode, so I'm going to start with a Thin Lizzy song. From the album Renegade. I have it signed right there. Mm-hmm. Right on the wall. Scott Gorham signed it. This song is called The Pressure Will Blow. Set me on my destination. 
up my mission I have made my decision clear Not for the first, but the last time I'm setting on slow I'm building it up I'm letting it go The pressure will blow The board is so close, I could actually fade that down myself yeah, If you wanted to Why don't you go to bed? Okay. <laughs> hey, well, I'll tell you the uh, highlight of our trip to Ireland was seeing all the Thin Lizzy and Phil Lennon stuff. It's pretty over cool. There. It's, I mean, th- we we stumbled across this Irish rock museum. Mm-hmm. Did you go into that? Or did I you did, see I it? Think, I don't think I even saw it. Oh man, it, I mean, it's to be honest with you, the t- the tour of that place was pretty lame. <laughs> but at the end, when you went into the Thin Lizzy room for, for a guy that, like me, I mean, great. it made the whole thing where I could have stayed in there. I asked the gal if I could bring a sleeping bag and just sleep in there that night. Was your wife with you when you went to yeah, this? Yeah, she liked it. Oh, she, she did, did like it. Or at least she pretended to. Yeah, no, so I think she she seemed to like it. And then in the U2 room, mm-hmm. they had a set of drum, uh, drums set up there. Could you play them? Yeah. Were you, allowed, you were allowed to play them? Yeah, so I played them and it was great because I can play them a little bit. Uh-huh. And... Uh, the rest of the tour group, I think they were people from like Portugal or something. None of okay. them spoke English. And then the girl goes, well, here's the U2 room. Basically, they're U- you have more of a U2 room than they did. It was like two, <laughs> two things on the wall. And then these drums were set up. There was a guitar and a bass. And she goes, if anyone wants to play on the instruments, you can. And I go, okay. So I'll, I get up there. I, I played a little thing on the drums. And when I got done, they all applauded. Oh, that's it great. beautiful. Did your wife videotape that? Uh, no, she did it. And, oh. then, and then afterwards, the tour guide comes up to me. She's like, so how long have you been playing the drums? Four minutes. <laughs> Four minutes, but Sally. It, it was so nice to walk around Dublin and actually see like pictures, yeah. murals, uh, all over the place of Thin Lizzy stuff. So they, he is not forgotten over there. That's cool. Okay. So oh. let me see. What do I, uh, um, For my second one, this also plays off the fact that I just came from the rainbow. One of the reasons why I was over there is because... Uh, Pat's mortal enemy in the podcast world, Eddie Trunk, was there. <laughs> it's not my mortal en- and, enemy. Uh, I oh, asked, you told I, me you want to do a cage match with him. I ask him to, to the death. I ask him to do the show all the time <laughs> when he's in town, and he always answers my emails. He's very nice. We just haven't been able to uh, work it out. Maybe I'll talk to him tomorrow. He'll, when he, I make, he has when dinner I make with the you. Bowl for yeah. Ronnie. He has dinner with you whenever he's in town, just like Joe <laughs> Namath and Bobby Brady. Yep. <laughs> hey, by the way, are you going to be able to get over to that bowl for Ronnie tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just be a little bit late, probably. You'll be a little bit late. What time do you think you get there? I'll try and be there by 7. I probably oh, okay, won't be there until cool. like 7.30. Okay, good, good, good. Geezer yeah. Butler's going to be there, so I'm going to yeah. try to get a signature. Yeah, what are you going to bring? And he's old, so he might leave early. He's a geezer. It says right in his name. Uh, I'm going to try to pick up a copy of uh, The Mob Rules tomorrow on vinyl. Does he have a book? I don't think he does. You sure? I think, I think he, he I think he does. I think he might. I don't know. I don't think he does. Okay. I think he might. Okay. I think I could be wrong. Maybe he has But two. I'm probably right. Maybe he has two books. I'll look it up. Okay, so play just, a song. So just coming from the rainbow, Eddie was over there doing his podcast live and one of his guests was a big surprise came stumbling in looking half dead, sounding 3 quarters dead was uh, Joe Perry from Aerosmith and uh I don't even, I don't even know what he was there to talk about. Maybe he's just there cuz he's friends of with with uh, Eddie, but anyway, I'm gonna, I'm going to pull this one out. This is from an album of theirs, 1979, "A Night in the Ruts," which probably only the most hardcore Aerosmith fans own or are familiar with. I'm not even that familiar with it, but I love it. 
I think it's, it's a great good. Album. I think it's I think a good it's album. A great album. Um, but the song on the song I'm going to play is called "Bone to Bone," parentheses, Coney Island Whitefish Boy. That sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. Geezer Butler does not have a book. Oh. And Kyle, quickly play the last song on my list. Okay. Oh my goodness. That's crazy, right? Wow. I mean, our, our, our topic isn't so specific that we could possibly pick the same song, and yet that was the last song on my list. That's why we're BFFs. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna close it out. Simpatico, man. Mm-hmm. Simpatico. Indeed, indeed, he do, <laughs> indeed, he do. But let's. Now that play. was one I thought we never would have doubled up on. That's interesting. Now, last night, Mike Siegel and I we went to see Roger Daltrey be interviewed by Judd Apatow, or Apatow. How is it? Is it toe or tau? Tau toe. Judd Apatow toe. And uh, it was great. It was cool. Roger was great. Uh, he said that the the best rock and roll band, the greatest rock and roll band in the world is the Rolling Stones. He said the Who aren't in that category because they don't roll. The Who is just a rock band. And I was like, he's right. But he was great, and I loved it. So I picked the song from a Roger Daltrey solo album. It's actually a soundtrack to a movie he starred in called McVicker. And this song is called My Time Is Gonna Come. Now, the song I remember from that was Free Me. Yes. That was the hit. So yeah, we, that had a but, video. I, but we can't play the hit. No. We got to play These are it. hidden gems. These are hidden gems. Kyle, are we, are we playing rock songs so far that are hidden gems? I believe so, yeah. Are these all rock so far? Yeah. Okay. We've yeah. rocked you mm-hmm. like a hurricane? No, not quite. But all right. I was noticing try. a lot of the songs on my list are pretty good uh, treadmill tunes, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree I, with I've that. I've noticed that. I agree with that. Uh... Okay, this next one I want to do. I was lucky lucky enough about what two weeks ago when I the last time I was down in mm-hmm. L.A., uh, my son was with me and we were able to sit in and and watch you and listen to you interview Wendy Dio. Yes, hear a lot of good stories about Ronnie James Dio mm-hmm. and promoting the bowling thing you guys are going to tomorrow for the cancer thing. So I have a Black Sabbath song that uh, Ronnie did, and it's not from Heaven and Hell. And it's not from Mob Rules. Dehumanizer. It's from Dehumanizer, which is an album that a lot of people probably don't even realize. I don't think a lot of people realize he did three albums with them. Yeah. So this is from that album. It came out in 92. 
and the song is called I, as in me. It's a great song. Oh, I love that song. That's a killer. Like that song, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Have you heard that one? Uh, it sounded familiar. When I probably have, because I've listened to this album a few times. Yeah, I just picked it up, but I haven't sent it to you yet. But I will. I okay. haven't heard the whole thing either. Is it, is it good? Yeah. It's great. I, I love I've all heard... the Ronnie James Dio uh, Black Sabbath albums. I think like I've heard, I've for sure heard TV Crimes yeah. and... Actually, I think you played that. Yeah, I I think I played TV Crimes when she was on the show. Okay, Okay. Tom and I Love UFO. Mm -hmm. So this is from 1995 when they got back together. Michael, what was it like when you guys... (laughs) I need to ask Michael if... When when you guys got back together and you recorded the, the... the reunion album, Walk on Water, Water, it was the classic lineup that Ron Nevison produced. Uh, how did that go in the recording studio, Michael? Was it good? Did you guys... Hi, a- this is Michael. Oh, hi, Michael. I hope you're all doing great. We are. <laughs> I know, but what I want to know is how was the recording when you recorded with the band again? Hi, this is Michael. Uh, yes. I hope you're all doing great. We are. I'm also glad that the recording has been successfully completed. I'm oh. very happy with the result. Keep on rocking. Okay, so the, the, so he was happy with this recording. Uh, he's, he's avoiding the question. He very much is. He won't, he won't <laughs> answer it. He might be running for office. <laughs> All right, the, the album is called Walk on Water, and the song that I'm going to play is, I could have played any song off this album. You, no one would know these. It's UFO. Uh, and they're is, not very good, are they? No, not according to my wife. <laughs> Pushed to the Limit. guitar on this. Are you talking about Michael's guitar or your air guitar? Both. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, he was, I was following his lead. Now when you air guitar on a flying V as opposed to like a Strat or yeah. less, is it? Why put my hand right up into the V? Yeah. Like right up, right between the guitar's legs is what I'm doing. Mm. Flying V. Did you like that song? Yeah. Did it rock? It did. If a song doesn't rock, are you going to let us know? I'll let you know. All right. He will. (laughs) Say this does not rock. Just push the computer on the floor. Okay. I'm going to play one that doesn't rock then. (laughs) Why would you do that? Just for the heck of it. I want to see if. uh, That's not. You're going against. You're going against what the topic is. Let's see if I can even... The loose topic that I've come up with. 
Okay. He just wanted to record. He goes, I got a great topic. Wasn't a great okay, topic. Here's a song. He just wanted to record. This guy's a rocker. Come on. This guy's a rocker. Manilow? And and until <laughs> until you came along, he was my BFF. Oh, really? Lenny Kravitz. So here's a song from his album, 2011. Now, Lenny, we saw Lenny, what, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Len- Lenny is becoming a, um, what do they call the artists that only play the older songs? Um Oh, what are they, like what are they, standards? No, uh, they're 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 they're, they're ca- a catalog artist, or a, there's a term for that. Um, what are, what are, what do they call like a jukebox artist? No, where they're where they're not known for their new stuff. Everyone goes to hear the old stuff. Anyway. Um, has been. Yeah, there you go. He played two new songs. I know, but there's a there's a name for it. There's there's a, a term for what I'm I'm trying to get at here. But anyway, when you go see Lenny Kravitz, you're going to see a greatest hit show, right? So. A lot of people aren't into his new stuff, and they don't dig in the way they used to. But this is a song from an album that came out in 2011. It was called Black and White America. And I really dig this song. This song does not rock. This song is more funky. This song is called Super Love. Now that doesn't rock, but that's some baby making music there, huh? That that doesn't belong in this episode, though, right? <laughs> that that's just not my thing. Lenny's a rocker. Did it, I know? Like, but if you played "Are You Gonna Go My Way," Kyle would go, "Yeah, that rock." Mm-hmm. And we all know that one, so it wouldn't be a hidden gem. This doesn't. But this isn't a hidden. Okay, gem. okay, is okay. This is a hidden gem. I've learned. Yes. Have you heard that song before? It's. I heard it. Yeah, I have all his albums. I heard it now, and it just didn't sound like a gem to me. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I mean, right. look, I might, I'm, I might have one coming up. It's not a good one. You? No. <laughs> uh, Kyle, my next song is by Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Her name is Joan Jett. Her band is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. This is from 1994, an album called Pure and Simple. And this song is called Wondering. Let's hear it, Verdict, Kyle. Did that rock? Yeah, I think it rocked. It's a very timely song. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly what's going on right now. And this was 94. 
Well, it's been going on all this time. We're Man, just aware of it now. It's going on all the time. All right. What's up? Okay, let's see. Here's one for you. Here's one for you, Pat. You're the cheap trick aficionado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, I think we can agree that cheap trick had a little lull there in the what early 90s. Mm, fell uh, off the radio. Yeah, they did. You know, kind of fell out of the sure, conscious sure. of the uh, um, uh, you know music public, whatever. Then they came back in '97 with the comeback album titled, oh, yes. titled "Just Cheap Trick." Just cheap Trick, black which, and white cover. Which they should have given that thing a title, don't you think? Because they already had an album called "Cheap." People trick. refer to it as "Cheap Trick '97." Twenty know. years from the after the debut. Oh, Cheap Trick H two O. Right. <laughs> what? Twenty like years a, later. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like it. But it was a great. I get what you're saying now. <laughs> it was great album cover. I like. I love that yeah, black yeah. and white shot. But anyway, this is the opening song from that album called Anytime. Oh, so such a great song. I hear voices inside my head. All of them just want to talk to you. I can feel your imagination running wild deep inside you. Test of your religion, you won't have to bang the bedroom walls. Can you really hold and keep a secret? I'll be right here any time at all. Anytime you wanna go, go. Anytime you wanna go, come on. kicks ass yeah so good that's the opening track though mm-hmm. that's the opening track hmm. why what's up with you i don't know if i'd open with that on yeah. an album really it doesn't because you don't rock <laughs> i do rock but i don't know it's it seemed do you rock out with well you know the rest <laughs> is that something you do you do look Often. look over there yeah, oh my god <laughs> kyle i'm so glad i turned the gopro off <laughs> Great song. Great pick. There's only one song that hasn't been good so far. Oh, I know. Did that make up for the last one? It did make up. All of a sudden, I feel like this tremendous pressure on me. It's like, man, I better have good ones from here on out. Uh, my next bit. Ba- this band is from 2014. It features Glenn Hughes and Jason Bonham. It's not uh, Black Country Communion. This is a... Uh, what a terrible name and album covers. <laughs> just the just what? Why? Uh, Why? There were it three, looks like there was, a shirt you buy at a kiosk at a mall. Every single one of their album covers. Well, maybe. And they slightly get better, but no. their name is terrible. Black it was, Country Communion. It was three piles of of words, and they randomly picked out three. I think it means mean. something. So this was uh, Black Country Communion broke up, and so Glenn and Jason. Uh, picked up a couple of guys and they formed a band called California Breed. And this is a song. I think you're going to like this song, Kyle. This song is called The Way.
you think of that? That's fine. What was that called? The Way from California Breed. Did he ever say The Way? Did he ever say Yeah, he just said, I know The Way. The okay. way. See, to me, I mean, that was good, but it seems like, like Glenn Hughes and um, Jason Bonham, mm-hmm. they're guys that they, they have so many different projects going on. You know, too many so projects. many different bands. Yeah, I agree like, with that. They have too many projects. I agree. When they when there's that many going on, it makes you wonder. Okay, can they all be good? They're not. <laughs> but I mean, I've heard um, California Breed. I've heard good things about them. It's good. It's a good album. Yeah, it sounded great. He sings great. I mean, that guy's old. And he sounds good. I know. Now, here, I'm going to tell you. The name Black Country Communion is derived from the term Black Country, which refers to... I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. <coughs> Thank you. Which refers to West Midlands area of England, where Hughes, and, <laughs> where Hughes and Bonham grew up. Okay. And the communion was with those two coming together? or Sure. Okay, I like him a lot more now. <laughs> Black Country would just be a way better, cooler name. And their and their their albums are called Black Country Communion, Black Country Communion Two, then Afterglow, and then BCC Four. Yeah. You think they should just be called what? Black Country One, Two, Three, and Four, or 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 give them all names? Look, I can't convince you to love them. The Aftergo cover is kind of cool with that garbage logo up at the top. Why is that a garbage logo? It's a mess. There are wings. There's a do you, thing. Did, did you like the uh, California Breed album cover? No, no, but at least that looked like a child made it. <laughs> Tom, you're up. Okay. I'm going to play one from one of my all-time favorites that I'm always trying to convince you to listen okay, to. Okay, let me guess. Um... I'm drawing a blank. Give me initials. B. B. Just a B? What's the first? Well, give me. you got to give me two. How about B-H-T? B-H-T. I don't know. Big Head Todd. Oh, and the and Monsters. And the Monsters. Perfect for this time of year, October. Oh, scary, so scary music. So scary. Scary music at this time of year. We're going to hear something from Big Head Tom. Now, Tom, your name's Tom. You have a big head. It's Todd. It's not Big Head Tom? No. Well, no wonder I can't find it in my iTunes library. Every time I look for Big Head Tom, I can't find it. It's Todd. It is Todd. I think I mislabeled it. How do you have a lisp when you say Todd? What do you mean? <laughs> in that voice. You're like, it's Todd. It's Todd. Todd. I, don't know, I can't even replicate it. Well, that's because it's a good impression of someone who doesn't yeah. exist. Like it's a Todd. new character. It's a new character. Sure it is. It's, uh, this guy's name would be Sylvester. <laughs> You can call me Sly. <laughs> Just like the movie star. You know, in the Rocky, Judge Dread. All right, and, cl- and cl- Cliffhanger. The Big Head Todd and the Monsters. I I, I feel so like Big Head, Todd I, I, and I don't Monsters. know if they're a big enough band to be on our rock and roll you Monsters play California rock. Breed. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I think there I think a lot of people out there know Big Head Todd's song Bittersweet more than any song from California Breed. Uh Okay. Okay. So that that's how they fit into this because they do have a one major song that most people know from them and associate them with. Okay. So this song is called Secret Mission. Okay. Let's and it, see it. it's from an album called Riviera. But if I did this correctly, I'm actually playing the live version of it. 
from their album that they put out called uh, Big Head Todd Live at the Fillmore, recorded right there in San Francisco. I was there the night they recorded this. Fillmore is my favorite venue in San Francisco. And uh, Big Head Todd, they come around every year. They play there every year. They're going to be back in January. But anyway, this song is called Secret Mission. This is one of those bands, Pat. I, Pat, I know you would love these guys. I, really like I know t- you I would like love these guys if, if you got it, got into these guys. They, um, they're right up your alley. Catchies. For some reason, they get lumped in with like the um, jam band mm-hmm. scene, but that's not what they are. But for some reason, I think the fan they kind of have the same fans, but they are not a jam band. I mean, they play like three minute, three and a half minute catchy. Rock songs. I wonder you know? if it's just the name. Or, yeah, maybe that. Seems or, like a jam yeah. band. I name. like that he said right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a. Oh, here, here's a plug. What happened? Yeah, it's right there. I got everything for you tonight. I got it all set up, like a command center. Mm-hmm. It actually, it looks like uh, it's a lot more. Uh, this is a lot more conducive than the way we have it set up in the studio. I mean, for you, right? I believe so. Yeah. Everything's at your fingertips. Yeah, it's right there. You don't got to turn away or anything. Everything's still recording? Yeah, I don't know why this isn't saying it's not charging. There we there we go. All right, we're good? Yep. All right. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Tech Talk, everybody. You tuned in for it. 53 minutes and counting. Tech Talk. This is from 2003. This is one of my favorites. Alice Cooper. He's got a ton of albums. This is in my top three possibly my favorite Alice Cooper album Hmm. in the top three definitely the eyes of Alice Cooper Eric Singer plays drums on this I love it love it love it this song is called Backyard Brawl that rock kyle yeah i love it it's about uh, it's about um fighting in the backyard wait it's, i think it's about those people that put on those wrestling matches yeah. in their backyard bum, i love bum it. fights is that what it's called no they, they were i think they were called backyard brawls they used to like, like, like no around old, the jackass era 
Yeah, like no hold barred, yeah. bare knuckle. It was like it was like idiots in the Midwest that thought mm-hmm. that they knew how re- they're like, yeah, wrestling's yeah. real, and then we just do it, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> when uh, when Marissa was in her lift, she was with Pilar. Yeah, for a bit, and then Pilar left, and then Marissa was going home. Then she was in a with a creepy person. I it was I don't know if he I don't know if he was creepy or she was just felt uneasy. Did, did she like the class? Yeah, she loved it. She said it was great. All right, cool. Are your wife's in New York too? Yeah, she's teaching. Oh. Yeah, she just sent me a text. She said their class was kick-ass. Great. Um, and Marissa took the class. Kyle's fiance, fiance, his fiance. Is that what you call it? Yep. Call him my fiance. Yeah. Is he like? She's like Bruce Valance. <laughs> What's your next song? Okay, I'm gonna test this this one out and see if you consider this a rock. A song that rocks or not? It's not up to me. It's up to Kyle. I know it's from it's from one of your favorite guys. Not only one of your favorite musical artists, but also one of your favorite current TV stars. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> Lori, get the kids in here! It's crazy. Why are you drinking so much? I got to tell you, your grandma knows who I am. Wink, ding. Yeah. You wrecked the car. Oh, you wrecked the car. What are you nuts? <laughs> Okay. Da, so. da, 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 da. Hey, where, who ate half a bagel? I'm telling you, I've been. You're not going to believe it. I've been listening to Eddie Money all this week, so much. Okay, so this is one of my favorite songs of his. All right, this this might have got a little radio airplay back in the day, but it wasn't like uh, Two Tickets to Paradise or Baby Hold or anything. Mm-hmm. This is from his. I think it's his third album, Playing for Keeps. Yeah, he doesn't like this album for some reason. I would love to interview him and ask him why. Trinidad. Mm, good song. But will Kyle think it rocks? The once was a story from a thousand yesterdays. I read it in this ancient book. When the old man passed away, I drifted through the pages. I love that album cover. He looks so badass. I know. Maybe that's why he doesn't like it. I have a copy of that on vinyl right in the closet because I know he's going to be on the show. I know I'm going to get him on the show and that's what I want him to sign. Even though I have his signature right there on the playing, uh, on the No Control album. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him live with these kids in the band? No. Because I, I wonder how they sound, you know? Mm, not good. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I mean the the one kid, the drummer, he's never showing up, at least on the show. No, have you Julian, watched? Have, where you, wa- are have you? you watched the we show? We gotta get in the car. The gig starts in five minutes. Have you really watched the show? Yes, it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> I just like how real it is. 
<laughs> did you see the where he where are the dogs one of the only two I saw was he gets like a he gets like a thing he's like I have jury duty and then he goes and then he just comes back and he's yeah, like they didn't, they, take they didn't me. pick me and then that's it <laughs> that's the that's it it's it's over were, were they like I bet we could film in here and then the court was like you can't no, film in here film and this. they were like oh okay well you can go home well, I was just at jury duty last week and I was there I was there for 90 minutes and nothing exciting happened while I was there yeah. either None of it made my show either. <laughs> Let's see what we think about this song from 2008. It's from an album called Cosmic Universal Fashion. Mm. It's a Sammy Hagar album. It's kind of like an odds and sods album where different songs from different periods of his life that never got released, they put it all together. Uh, this song is called Loud. Let me tell you who's on this song before we play it. Billy Duffy is on guitar. Matt Sorum is on drums. Michael Anthony is on bass. Oh, good band. Yeah, that's the band on this song. And then Sammy on lead vocals and guitar also. And this song is called Loud. Sixteen, I found my dream machine. Turn the key and every light turned green. Like Steve McQueen, I made a motor scream and it was loud. All right, what do we think, guys? It was good. I mean, it was it was hmm. good. It's it's something I'd if it came on the radio, I'd listen to it. Kyle, it's fine. It's just generic and forgettable. Yeah. I would say a little generic. Yeah. All right. Well, he didn't write that one. It was a John Eddie. <laughs> it cover hurts, of a huh? John Eddie song. It hurts when did, your song did gets. He, did he write the <laughs> album title? Because it's awful. Um, it, yeah, I assume he did. It is to the ears as what. Black Country Communion's <laughs> album covers are to the eyes. Yeah, what is it again? Cosmic what? Universal Fashion. So he pulled the, out of those three, that same three stack of names. Uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what he got. Whatever. And and boy, this. Just move on. Just let's play another song. <laughs> this album cover looks Why like an intro it? to Photoshop project. I really thought you guys would like that. Why are we talking yeah. about it? The more it? I think about it, you really shouldn't have played this song. Mm, okay. Uh, it just didn't fit. My list isn't getting hey, better. Kind of quiet. <laughs> was that a would that be a treadmill tune for you yes oh boy <laughs> yes it would be okay here that's when you know it's time to oh well i gotta go home yeah. loud came on yeah. okay here's are you guys ready to rock are you are you guys ready to rock yeah play Please. that lenny kravitz song. okay so here's a song now you talk about the monsters here's a monster of rock I AC, acdc are they a monster of rock yes okay now this is a song that came off an album of theirs from 08 called Black Ice. I love that album. Now, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. was this one of those only available at Walmart albums? Yes. I think it was. And I think it I think uh, I think those uh those people uh snatched it up to the tune of about seven or eight million. Yeah. 
Because if that was the case now, I wouldn't own this album because I refuse to walk into a Walmart. I have not been into a Walmart for like five years. If B had Todd and the Monsters released a Walmart-only album, you Sorry, would be in there. Can't do no it. No way. I don't e- believe it. eBay. <laughs> or he'd be like, hey, Pat, can you pick up? Me? <laughs> can you swing by there? And Based on principle. But anyway, this is the opening song from that album called Rock and Roll Train. And this is going to rock. Let me tell you something. I'm Angus and the boys laid down some tracks and I went in and we did it. Literally laid down some tracks. And this is a yeah. tra- this is a treadmill tune for you. Yep. One hot angel. One cool devil. Your mind in the fantasy. Living on the ecstasy. Give it Give it what you got. The only reason I, I call foul on that is that was the single that was released off this I, album. Did you ever hear it on the radio? I did hear it on the radio. Oh, yeah. see, I never did. It went yeah. to the U.S. Billboard <laughs> Hot Mainstream Rock Tracks number one, number 25 <laughs> on Alternative Sounds, and it was also played incessantly on ESPN and ABC during college football broadcasts is the bumper music in How did that qualify on, on, a, on a list of alternative sounds? I don't know, dude, but you fucked up. I never heard that. <laughs> oh, oh, alt- I said alternative sounds. I meant songs. Oh, okay. Alternative songs. Oh, well, how does it get on that list? It was also number 30 on the Hot Dance Club play. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm not out in the clubs I, dancing to ACDC. I have an ACDC song on my list, too. <laughs> Let's get him out of the way, Kyle. I, and I also want to get your opinion on this album cover. When we, uh, or, or did we, did we ever do the ACDC album? We covers? did do the ACDC. Yeah, oh, and you did. like this album cover? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, this is from an album called Flick of the Switch. It came after their three albums that were produced by Mutt Lang, and they decided well, we'll just produce this one ourselves. <laughs> uh, it's a great album. I think it gets lost in the shuffle. And this song is called Guns for Hire. Sorry, I'm playing the same song. I've danced at every wedding I go to. I dance to that song. <laughs> you're, you're saying that's a hidden gem? I think it is. I, I believe it is. Guns for Hire. Yeah. I'm going to say it is. It, it rocked. Thank you. It definitely rocked. Hey, my next one. I wrote it. <laughs> you wrote that song? Yep. Did you write the other one? I mean, yeah, Guns for Hire was the single. It was, a, it was a, one of the singles. How did it do on the alternative Nothing. dance chart? It didn't do anything. <laughs> 
It uh, charted at number 37 on the UK singles chart, number 84 on the United States Billboard Hot 100. On the Hot 100. It's a hidden gem. It technically went higher than Rock and Roll Train. (laughs) Rock and Roll Train went to number one. No, on a different thing. What is it doing? (laughs) Times times were different then. Yeah. Oh, you fucked up. It went to number one on the Hot Mainstream (laughs) Rock track. I fucked up one. You fucked up twice. Is that camera still rolling? Because right now we could catch... That look is called the I just fucked up look. I don't know why. Yeah, it's like (laughs) filming you right now. Also, I've never heard that song at a wedding. So. Oh, that's... uh, was our first dance. Oh. Are you going to come down the aisle to that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're right. You should. What's your next song, Tom? (laughs) Okay. My next song, this song rocks too. And it's by a band that you probably don't even think of as rocking. Mm -hmm. Big Country. Do you think Mm. of Big Country as Big Country rocks? I mean, I know they can rock, but it wouldn't be the first band. If you said name a rock band, it wouldn't be Big Country. It would be... uh, Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Yeah. And then Lenny Kravitz. And then and Lenny then... Kravitz. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Okay, so this this is off their album Buffalo Skinners. It came out in 1993. Already. So they're, you know, they're six years past their or was it six years? Yeah. No, no, they're more than that. They're twelve years past their big uh breakthrough album. Now, I have a good memory of this album that because um I just started with the fire department. A couple years I was a couple years in. I still was not used to like having days off during the week. That still was like a it still felt like a really new thing to me. And I remember listening to the radio one okay. day, Live 105, the alternative station Live in San Francisco. And they announced that Big Big Country is going to be playing a concert at lunchtime in Union Square, <laughs> which is in the center of uh, San Francisco. If you've, if you've been there, that's where they put the Christmas tree at Christmas time. You, you are, the more you tell the story, the less I feel they rock. <laughs> They're going to play at lunchtime in front of the Christmas tree. Come see Big Country, and it's free. <laughs> but, Please, we're begging. We're actually paying people to come. Well, that's it's funny you mention that. So I remember I called up my sister, and it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday, and I called her up. I knew she was going to be home. And I said, hey, you want to go down? To, let's go to San Francisco. Big, big Country's playing. Oh, don't ever so call we me went, again. <laughs> so we get there. They're supposed to play at like noon, right? Okay. We get there at like eleven thirty, and there is nobody there. <laughs> their 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 instruments are set up. There's what year is this again now? Ninety three. Okay. The instruments are set up. There's a <laughs> there's a rope around them, but there is no one there. <laughs> a rope. So we go and stand <laughs> I mean, there. Expecting. <laughs> so we go and stand there. Okay. And we're standing up against the rope. And did someone come out and go, if anyone wants to play the instruments, they can. <laughs> Even though no one's there, we made sure we stood right up against the rope. Oh, my God. And so I looked at her and I said, you know what? Because I had worked on an ambulance in San Francisco right before being with the fire department. And I go, you know, I know right down the street there's a store. It's, a, it's called Merrill's, which is like a Walgreens. I go, I'm going to run down there real quick and buy one of those disposable cameras since we're going to be practically standing on stage with them. <laughs> so I run down the street. I buy one of those disposable cameras. I come back. In that small amount of time, everybody and their brother had must have got off on their lunch oh break my God. and had come down the there. Worst. Right? So I fought, the worst. So I fought my way back down to the front. I got my disposable camera. They come out, and they kicked ass. And uh, Stuart Adamson, Rock in Peace. Yes, Rock He Peace. saw me up there with my camera, and I'm singing along the words. And when they were playing in a big country, they do a little breakdown where mm-hmm. you know the drummer's drum. And he actually came up to me, took the camera out of my hand, and stepped back, took a picture of me and my sister in the crowd, and then went and took pictures of the other guys as they were playing. Wow, that's cool. At, at one point, he like he lied on, cool. he lied down on the ground on his back and took a picture of the uh, bass player. Wow. And he took about six or seven pictures and then handed it back to me. And then threw it. In the- <laughs> 
And then he invented something called a dick pic. <laughs> Did you, uh, do you still have all those? Yeah, uh, I do. That's great. I think I have them posted on my Facebook somewhere. But anyway, so this song is from that album. It's a great album, Buffalo Skinners. Do you have that one, Pat? No, I don't. I don't, I don't have any of their. Music. Oh my gosh, you're missing out. Okay, this, this song is called What Are You Working For? Well, let Kyle decide. that rock yeah that rocks okay no <laughs> no it did it did uh i don't know I'm, i, I hope, wanted to rock I my next song rocks this is kyle we're gonna go with the john Waite song okay this is from his first album called ignition first solo album after leaving the babies and this is a song called desperate love Thoughts? It rocks if you're a chick. <laughs> I, I love this type of bullshit. So that's that's oh, right so, up my alley. Oh, so you're a girl too? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, these ladies on this side of the table liked it. Could you bring us an apple teeny and bring Tom a I, whiskey? I bet an apple teeny is delicious. Oh, it is really good. I don't like martinis. Well, but if either. you put if you put a fruit in front of it, like a watermelon teeny or a peach teeny. We, we mango teeny yeah no those are we have we yeah. have a place by us uh um Apple it's a uh, fondue restaurant and they have these special uh martinis mm -hmm. and the, they're fruit and they come with like a a gummy piece of gummy candy in them you know and oh that's so probably an edible and they're so a, good they're so good it's probably a marijuana <laughs> edible that's why your back's feeling so good yeah no wonder i've just beaten handfuls of these gummies and they're delicious <laughs> if you look right up there on the rock wall that's ignition i have it signed i have his first four albums all signed i don't know why but i do and then put in one giant frame together it looks cool because it's yeah, like it's color colored black. black and white and that's you got to go in a circle like that's his first one then the second and did color. you get them all that the same day when no, he was all different interviewed? times oh. all different he no. was like what is wrong with you sir i don't know if i had if he signed any of those no one of the personalized ones he probably signed on the day i interviewed him friend of the show john wait mm -hmm. i'd love to have him back because he kind of steered that interview and i didn't really steer it the way i wanted to it was I, good though he brought him to tears i did bring him to tears that's because he he had to be in the room with he who shall not be named mm -hmm. so it made him cry he's like how long is that guy, guy gonna be here <laughs> if he's here one more second i'm gonna cry i thought i thought he who 
cannot be named was gone by that point. He was still around. No, no, he would, that was John Waite was one of our very early guests. That was before Lyft and Uber, and I had to send a car for him. It cost me 150 bucks out of pocket. Wow. Sent a car. That's dedication, pal. Mm. When, when they said he would do it, I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Do it. It's one of my favorites. Okay. What's your next song? You didn't say, so are you going to give me money for that car? <laughs> Once he's there, because then you, and then you go, because how are you going to get home? He, he said he would tip the guy. Oh, after the show, you should have said, you know what, give me the tip and then I'll give it to him. <laughs> Why don't you just pay for your ride home, asshole? <laughs> Quit crying and love, pay for your ride home. Yeah. Love to have him on again. Okay, next song for yeah. me, The Knack. Now. I, look, I think of them. I know you're you're deep into the knack. I'm deep, man. But you know, but the general public, they're a one hit wonder, right? My Sharona, eh, maybe, and a couple. some some people and might might know good girls don't. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the song. This this is the song for me. This and the, yes, it was a single. Okay, this was the single you're off cheating. their second album. You're cheating. Okay, listeners, people know this message. Song. Message Pat and let him know if you've heard this song before. Because I don't think why you have. Do I have. Why do I have to get messaged by everyone? <laughs> okay, the song is called Baby Talks Dirty. And to me, this should have been the big hit more so than My Sharona. All right. Do you, what Tom oh, you, says. You're so mad. You're cheating. <laughs> It's it's literally my Sharona. I know it's my Sharona backwards. Uh, uh, uh. It's like my Sharona backwards or something. Like the mirror universe version of my Sharona. Yeah, I agree. I really don't think people this one's a thirty-eight on the Hot One Hundred. Went to thirty-eight. It's a top I'm, forty. I'm hit. telling you, the people, the people are going to speak on this the one, people. and they're going to say we never heard that one. Thanks for let, letting us know about that. Or we never heard that, but it sounds exactly like my, my Sharona. Sharona. Or they're going to say that ho- that co-host Tom he played my Sharona. <laughs> Let's hear from Soul Asylum. This is my favorite Soul Asylum album, Let Your Dim Light Shine. This is called, and it's it's written all together as one word, Bittersweet Heart. Does that rock? I'm not sure that rocked. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't not. A I don't fan think the chorus rocked. You're not a fan. I thought you liked Soul Asylum. I just I don't I can't get into that 
era of music or that all that right. those like types of bands and that like there's like a few years where I'm just like I don't like anything. All right, all right. It just doesn't is grab it, me. Do you consider that grunge? That's not grunge. Or are they trying to be grunge? Yeah, it's just like it's like in a weird like it was like it's not far enough it was like when I was alive but still too young to listen to that stuff and I don't for whatever reason stuff like from that small ch- window of time doesn't resonate with me. All right. All right. I get Makes it. perfect sense. I get it. Next. Okay. My Move next, along. My next one. Uh, a band that's kind of fell out of favor with me. I used to love these guys and I don't like them so much anymore because they've turned into a chick band. Okay. But they used to rock the Goo Goo Dolls. Hmm. And this is from an album called Superstar Car Wash, which is a great album. There's 1993. And it's a song called Cause You're Gone. That rocks. That have rocks. you heard that before? I have that album, so yeah, oh, I have heard of have that. You heard? That's a great I, album. I have not. That's one of their great albums. It's their, yeah. it's their best it's album. It's really good, yeah. See, I think the worst thing that ever happened to them was when they had that big hit on the soundtrack. Uh, of City of Angels. Yeah. Iris. And they just, they went that way. They went that way, yeah. totally. Because you, you know what, though? Because they could make money. I know. Although this uh, this album's good. This Magnetic. I like that, yeah. From 2013. Now, who's, the guy, who's the troll that plays bass for them? What's his name? Robbie Tackack or something? Yeah, Robbie, that guy. He's he's always barefoot on stage. He's all, yeah, he's running around. He's having the second dinner. <laughs> he's like a hobbit. But the thing about... so Mr. Frodo. Superstar Car Wash, that's a great album. Mm-hmm. And I think Boy Named Goo is a good album. It had it, That has this hit single, Name. But the funny thing is, when I went to go see uh, the Goo Goo Dolls play at this cl- small club in San Francisco called Slim's, I went with a friend, me, a buddy from work, and his wife, and we actually got caught up in a mosh pit, which no one would ever think of no, that now. That didn't happen at a at a, at a Goo Goo Dolls show. No you know? way. <laughs> yeah, they have a, they have some great songs. You know, they have a, their their greatest hits is great. I know, but they've just they've gone so soft. You know, the, their their big complaint back in those days was everyone thought they were trying to sound like the replacements. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd rather you sound like the replacements than sound like elevator music there's yeah. there are worse things to sound like than the replacements right well we'll find out because we're doing a replacements episode soon oh, with yeah. carly anderson coming in listener series all right i'm sure you guys don't think melissa etheridge rocks but she's a friend of the show and i think she rocks 
So let's listen to a song from her fourth album, Yes I Am. This is called All American Girl. Shit on the street, but these drinks are getting heavy, and these tips are getting weak, and she don't understand why she can't climb out of the sand. Any rockage coming out of that song? No, I think that was a single. I think I've heard that song before. No, the singles of, of, from this album were I'm the only one if I wanted to and come to my window. Oh, so that goes it, way back. This was what, what year was it? This was, Did you give the year? This was 1993, her fourth album. You were listening to Big Country. Oh, you were seeing them. Yes. You, were seeing, you, were seeing, you were seeing them at lunch. By the, <laughs> they were set up by the vending machines. No, that was okay, but I'm I'm just not as big of big of a Melissa Etheridge fan as you are. Okay. I think you saying it was Melissa Etheridge made it rock harder. You know what I mean? Like you prefacing it by saying like this is Melissa Etheridge. Mm-hmm. I was expecting softer, and, and then it rocked a little harder yeah. for you. Okay, <laughs> so I get a thumbs up for rock from sure, you. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. I'm a little worried about the one. rest of my list. Okay. So my next one is from nervous. Harry Como. <laughs> okay. Oh, the singing barber. <laughs> no, hey, let's go back. Let's give some more love to Dio since his events tomorrow. All right. Okay, so this is um, uh, this is the title track of his last album. Now, I don't think this got any radio airplay. No, because I'm not even sure what th- his last album was. Uh, it's the album and the song is "Killing the Dragon." It came. Oh out, yeah, this was a hit, number one hit. <laughs> came out O two. Please, uh, please click more things and make more noise. <laughs> So go ahead and play it. Play it. We know Dio rocks. We don't have to make excuses right. for him. Oh, this is so soft. This is actually my karaoke song. Have you heard that? No, that's a good song. Yeah, real good. Mm-hmm. He toured on that album. I saw it was uh, Dio, Judas Priest, Motorhead, wow. Triple Bill. It's pretty good. Triple Bill. Uh, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> that was a uh, second to last album. Oh, he had so one. Nice Masters of the Moon. Ooh, See, Masters of the Moon. I'm not aware of that moon. one. When did that come out? Uh, this says 2004. Hmm. 
2004 Masters of the Moon. Sharon Osbourne's here. Tell us all about Aussies. Daddy doesn't like Dio. He says it's his competition. Did Wendy Dio enjoy your impression of her? I didn't do it for Wendy. More respectful than that. Did you find it interesting that... Piss off! That um, Dio's wife was his manager. Ozzy's wife was mm-hmm. his manager. And then she even said Tony Iommi's wife was pretty much his manager. Yeah. I think it's kind of interesting that these big bad rockers and their wives are yep. kind of guiding their careers for them. I thought it was interesting that I slept with all their managers. But recently... Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm two. I'm two. Two for three. I'll get the other tomorrow. <laughs> and when he says slept, he just means slept with him. Yeah, yeah just, we watched Netflix, <laughs> and then I fell asleep. Uh, Pretenders rock. Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is from an album from 2002 called Loose Screw that no one has this album, and this album's great. And this song is called Fools Must Die. You can agree, right, Kyle? Fade down on some rocking. Did that rock? Yeah, that was fine. It rocked. That's, I, that's not a raining endorsement. Did it rock? It was fine. All right. It rocked. I, 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 it lacked a catchy hook, though. That's, yeah. Oh, my, this is in trouble. I'm in trouble here at the <laughs> how end. Many, how many do you have left on your list? 17. <laughs> no, one, two, three, four, five. I'm actually going to try this one next. And I think it's a mistake. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Kevin, okay. Kevin Bacon plays bass on this album? What? Oh, English. Kevin John Bacon. Never mind. Oh, that's Kevin John Bacon from the neighborhood. It's old Kevin Bacon from <laughs> Footloose. Did you think? Did you get me confused with the Footloose guy? He's also in Hollow Man. Did you ever see Hollow Man? That's about a visible dude. I don't know who this character is. I'm, 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 I'm Kevin John Bacon. <laughs> don't confuse me with the guy from Animal House that says, please stop running and gets flattened. It's not me. Play bass. <laughs> what other Kevin Bacon movies are there that I can't remember? Tremors. I mean, <laughs> I love those, but I'm not in them. <laughs> we've, we've got two new characters tonight. Do we? Yeah, well, you just had another one a few minutes ago. No, we have two new. Let's, uh, what do you got? How many songs do you have left? Um, that I'm confident I can play and not get chastised? About five. All right. We're okay. only at 90 minutes, so I don't oh, okay. see. Now, I looked at all the video clips that we, that I recorded. They're all a minute long. Looks mm. great. I don't know what's happening. Just send them out a minute at a time. I'll just record. I'll just, I'll just make a video of some of my, uh, 
some of my albums. I'll go through my albums, and my CDs, my CD collection. Do the one I suggested the other day. What was that again? The biggest jump in between, like, your alphabetized CDs. Oh, oh, like you just go through and you try to find, like, oh, it's uh, Patty Page and then uh, Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. I don't, uh, go to Amazon and order me a, a Patty Page <laughs> and a Pantera CD so I can put them in there. Well, okay, next song. She Just, did She did an all-covers album called Page Tara. <laughs> I would like that. I would listen to that. This one's for Kyle. Kyle's a, a big Foo Fighters guy. I am. So, Except um, that last trash album. Oh, that album is tough. This is from Sonic Highways. I don't think this got any airplay. I mean, if you watched the show, you saw it, but I don't think it got any airplay. Yeah, this album didn't get much airplay either. But it's better than the... Than the Oh, absolutely. Concrete and poop. <laughs> What's it called? Concrete and gold. God, we were so excited for that album. Then we get it. And we and it was a great cover. So disappointing. Uh, well, you, I think both of you guys love Foo Fighters more than I do. I mean, the songs that I like by them, I love, but it's a smaller sample yeah. section. But this yeah. song, I love this song. And I thought this was the best one from Sonic Highways. And it's called Outside. up your queue The ones I really liked was, was was this one and the uh, I am a river or I am the river. Yeah, that those were the two that. Yeah, I that's were a pretty the, good uh, one. Uh, there, there's like one I. I don't like the sequencing on this album. That's my issue. Well, you it. know, you could change that. I know, but. Listen to it in any order you want to. Mm-hmm. Suck head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's what I'm going with, and I don't look. I don't care. It's from 2014, the al- album's called Unfinished Business. Band's called Loverboy. I, I I think this rocks. It seems to rock for me. This is called Fire Me Up. need to laugh in my face. I know I'm laughing, but I like it. Okay, good. I'm going to 
Fire me up, baby. <laughs> Don't comment on the album cover because it's... Uh, I, I actually kind of like it. All right, good. Hi-Fi, 74 to two, 74 Like It to just looks like a record that's... I can't show you, Tom. Sorry. But it looks like a record that's like spinning. Unfinished yeah. business, baby. No, well, I was going to ask because of the album cover and the title, are these things that they re-recorded or like had left off? Other? I don't think, yeah, I think, they, I think they left them off and they just brought them out uh, spruced them I mean, up a little sounds, bit I mean it sounds it sounds like from 1982 right. when he starts <laughs> singing like I don't know how that song got buried in the shuffle back then I don't know something that good yeah <laughs> they must have a plethora of good material to choose from do they yeah you looked over there like someone was walking in in the door <laughs> I knew you had a I knew you had a lover boy album signs I was just looking for right there all the original members that are alive which is only <laughs> only one only one only one guy's not with us rock and peace oh, I, 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 was yeah. jo- I was joking saying all the I have all the original members who are alive just one person's <laughs> I believe he drowned did he not drown and they I, don't know he was lost at sea okay I thought he, he drowned in still, San Francisco be like, Bay it could be like Castaway. No, he was he was lost at sea. Like he could he could be. But I'm saying he could be he could theoretically. Be. Theoretically, how long do you think you could really survive on an island by yourself? Well, it all depends well, on the water. How many volleyballs do I have? <laughs> We're talking about Scott Smith. Yeah, I have Let a friend named says. Scott Smith. I don't think it's the same one. Here's what he searches, Does he have a long search. scraggly beard like he's been on, stranded on an island for a while? <laughs> on no- he's married to a volleyball. <laughs> on November 30th, 2000, he was sailing his boat, the 11 meter, that's 36 foot, foot they had to put in meters because he's a Canadian metric, uh, with two friends off the coast of San Francisco yeah. near the Golden Gate Bridge when a large wave swept him overboard. Searches conducted by the Coast Guard and by private company hired by friends and family were unsuccessful. Smith was pronounced missing, presumed dead, lost at sea. So he he's could a, be living on Alcatraz. Yeah, this he's, time. Just, he's just there. He's running tours. He's the bird man. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough, man. I can vouch. You know what? I can vouch for that 45. area. 45. That area right outside of the Golden Gate Bridge because I, I was on our boat rescue mm-hmm. for nine years. It gets so rough out there. It it would, it blows your. I mean, li- literally, as you cross under the bridge, it's like a whole different sea. It's called a potato patch. It gets so rough out there. I could see where that would happen. He was forty five. He'd be seventy three. Well, the guitar player's over seventy, isn't he? Let Paul think- Dean is that his name? Yeah. Um, boy, I'll tell you what. I've seen him in concert recently. Paul Dean is a really yeah. good I just, guitar player. I just saw him two months ago. Isn't he a good yeah. guitar player? They were great live. And uh, Mike Reno's 63, so he's The, he's the only thing wrong young. with Loverboy, they sound fine, is that he's just got so fat that, that, that you know, <laughs> the visual is ruined. The visual is ruined, and it's, um, and like, he's so fat that if like, if I, if I go, oh my God, I guess who had a heart attack, and you said who, and I said, uh, Mike Reno, you'd go, of course. Well, let me ask you this. Of course don't, he did. Don't you think that about 15 years ago, he was even fatter than he is now? I do think he because was. they came and played actually at a restaurant at, at a town near me. He will only play at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother-in-law, we went to go see him, right? And we're, we're sitting there and the, light, the lights go out and they start up the smoke <laughs> machines. In the restaurant? Yeah, because there was a, a, a performance space in there. What did but, the but, other people at the Olive Garden think? <laughs> it was about the size of an Olive Garden. But there was a performance space. The lights go out, the smoke machines fire up, 
and the you know the floor lights mm-hmm. light up, and he came walking out, and all you could see was this silhouette. I thought it was like a roadie, like coming out to like fix something, <laughs> and then the lights came on, and it was him, and we both looked at each other, and we were just like, "What, what the hell, hell happened, happened to him?" <laughs> there are no more we, leather, we, red leather pants that fit him. His silhouette is like Slimer, yeah, from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Hey, look. Your friend gets wiped off the boat. You say, "I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the thing anchoring this down." Well, <laughs> eat your sorrows, right? That's one way of dealing who, with it. Who's who? I guess I just play because we're still talking about. You know what? I'm not eating fish anymore. Nope, it's just gonna be caramel. <laughs> okay, I go with my Bay Area boys, my Bay Area heroes, Metallica, from their oh, 2008 album Death Magnetic. I there's, love this album. There's no bass on this album. This one will blow your ears this out. This one with no bass. And lots of compression, man. That's why that might be why it's good. All right, let's hear it. Broken, beat, and scarred. Treadmill tune. I like that song. I've never heard that song. I like it. Yeah. That rocked. I really like Cyanide from that album. I think that's a great album. Yeah. It's it's great. I don't understand what people's problem. Did Rick Rubin produce that? Yeah. yeah Is that their did. last album that they released? No, no. then they did, uh, mm. what's it called? Hardwired, right? Yeah. Hardwired to, Hardwired to self-destruct. self-destruct. Yeah. How was that? Good. Yeah. I think it's good. I like it. That's, they, they did a song with Lady Gaga at the some award show about a year ago. I remember that. Yeah. But but this song here, this you know, not that I don't think any of the, these songs would get much airplay, but this wasn't even like the featured song. I I don't think they made a video for this or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to this day, they still have this in the set list. They're still playing this. They must love it. Yeah. Why didn't they make "Star Is Born" with Lady Gaga and Metallica? But instead of just one Brad, they were all instead of one instead of Bradley Cooper one, they were all like <laughs> they were just all drunk yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> get on stage. Did you see the movie? No, you told me it was underwhelming. Well, it was just so much of Bradley Cooper just with like, yeah, I need a drink. Yeah, I can wear the stage. I think you're pretty. It felt like he was trying I can to just do. Stand uh, here and look at you forever. Well, he was doing like Jeff Bridges from Crazy Heart. Did you ever see that? He was, it doing, was the same kind of character. Probably doing yeah. Chris Christopherson from Stars Born. Yeah, <laughs> I never saw that one. I haven't seen it. I think it's on Netflix right now. I haven't seen the movie yet because we're 
we're getting into something called a screener season oh. here in Hollywood. And all you, all the big wigs. Well, and if you if you know anyone who's in the Screen Actors Guild or in the Writers Guild, and they're real close friends with you, they will lend you their screeners. So we, which which is illegal, <laughs> to lend. I'm not keeping it. Who are the people that are doing that? Keeping Can't say that. Yeah. Keeping it in your memories. Wouldn't say that. But. Um, yeah, so when it gets and to that this te- point... That should tell you you know that there's something wrong, Pat. If you can't say the names, and you know you're doing something wrong. Okay, fine. <laughs> Les Moonves <laughs> and Harvey Weinstein. And what about Linda's- Julie Chen Moonves? Is she involved um, in it? Yes, she's <laughs> number one. She's the kingpin. Hey, while we're still... Before we go off topic mm-hmm. here, I referred to Metallica as my hometown boys. So, have you had a chance to listen to much to Y&T Earthshaker? I listened to Earthshaker top to bottom. And what do you think? It did rock, but I did find that the lyrics were a little uh, juvenile and simple. This, But you just played Loverboy, Feed My Fire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying that. It, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just giving you my critique. But, did, I mean, it rocked. It did rock. It did rock. We could have played that whole album. They're all hidden gems. Yeah, no one knows those songs. <laughs> this is an album that came out in 1991. It was with Bradley Whitford from Aerosmith and Derek St. Holmes from the Ted Nugent Band. They both left their groups and they got together. And they have since uh, recorded a second album. I think it came out a year, a year ago. I'm hoping, I'm going to try to get Brad, because you told me Joe Perry is in no shape to come on my show. He sure didn't look good. So today. I think I, I should try to is get... Is he back on the uh, whatever? I just saw him at the rainbow I think he's today. He's sick. Was, mm. he, I mean, he looked bad. He sounded. And he bad. never looked bad. No, he always looked. He looked great when I met him that time at that bookstore. Yeah, that's right. I have a, I have the Joe Perry book. You got it for me signed, right? Yeah. Was that before or after his heart? Pull it off, rocks right problem. there, right next to you. I think this that was before his heart problem. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I forgot that I had this book signed. Look at, this, look at the picture on the back. See that? He did not look like that. No. <laughs> no. No. But I mean, he looked, uh, he was a good looking older dude. There it is, right there, Joe Perry. To me, he looks, he now looks like a guy who's getting older, but trying to look younger. One of the worst lyrics of all time is what's this? It's, I think it's the song Shame on You from Done with Mirrors. And Steven Tyler, they, they, they just had to be just scatting whatever. I think he says, Joe Perry, old Hank Pank. Pulling down her knickers, who are you gonna spank? That's terrible. <laughs> That's really bad. Then he says another one, Joe Perry, ooh, Mr. Style, some kind of killer bee, buzz a while. All right. And then he does the solo? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What are you looking for? I was just trying to see if there's a recent picture of him. He's in the Hollywood vampires. Maybe he was bitten by one of them. Well, he's here's the, where he shaved in the middle of his mustache. I know that. I don't like that type of a mustache. Well, tonight he had the he had like the looks little like Ra's al the thin wispy mustache, like where it's like like it looks like two little you know it's like dude yeah, just get rid right, of that's it. That's that's in this picture that Kyle has right yeah, there. That 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 bullshit. Yeah, just get rid of it. Just get rid yeah, of that. Yeah, that's fucking weird. All right, sorry, Joe. Okay, so this is Woodford St. Holmes, and this song is called "Shy Away."
you think, Kyle? That's fine. Okay. All right. All right, you bastards. <laughs> you bestiges. Okay, I want to. This next one, I, I'm gonna, I am purposely going to bring it down. This next song does not rock. Okay? Why was it on your list? Because I don't understand. It you. was Monsters of Rock. So that's referring to just the fame, the well-known aspects of them. You're pulling a Murray. Hidden <laughs> gems of the Monsters of Rock. Do you think Bob Dylan is a monster of rock? As far as fame, well-known? I mean, I guess so. Okay. Well, I want to play this song because this is my favorite song of his. And if I have my cue, if I have this thing cued correctly. 108? Yeah. And okay. I, I mean, if, if it's cued where I want it to be, I can't remember if I did this correctly or not. I think this song might have the toughest lyrics of any song. If you had to sing this song every night, okay, I, I, I would... See myself stumbling over these lyrics every night. So the song is called Sweetheart Like You. It's a very slow, mellow song from Infidels. So let's let's see if I caught it in this, so this uh, is clip here. Sweetheart Like You doing it in a place like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me pull up the lyrics and I'll see if I can sing along. What's it called? Sweetheart, Sweetheart Like, like you. you. Shut up. <laughs> what is this search thing? Because that's certainly not Google. I don't know. I, I have to. I, I don't know what's going on. Bing. Sometimes Google Bing is the up. hot new thing. The Some, hell is that? Oh, is it Yahoo yeah, search? It's awful. The hell. Sometimes it comes up. I don't know what's going on. All right, let me Just see. Ask that. Jeeves. This is gonna be okay. Here we go. What? What were we? One oh eight. Yeah. So okay. Let's okay see I'll try to. It. I'll try to jump in. You know, a woman like, like you, you to be at home. home. That's where, where you belong. Taking care of somebody nice. You know, know how to do you wrong. Just how yeah, much you use what you be able to take. Well, there's, there's no way to tell by that first kiss. What's a sweetheart like you doing in a dump like this? I think I did okay. No. So maybe I didn't get it in this clip. Here, it's coming, it's coming. Hey, take your name for yourself. You can hear them tears squeal. You can be known as the most beautiful woman. Whoever crawled across the cut glass, make a deal. Okay, to me that is a tongue twister every time. Yeah, that is a tongue twister. Whoever crawled across cut glass, crawled across cut glass. That might be the first time he's ever sang it. At last? When he recorded it. Only only time. Okay, so I like so that I, song. I, I love that song. I mean, I'm, I know it doesn't rock. But I mean, I, it, I, I mean, it, it it rocks in a different way. Rocks in a different. And way. there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. Brian May from Queen, one of the best guitarists, right? Brian May from Queen. Yes. Kyle. Sure. Talking uh, about Brian May for Queen. Yeah, that's a yes. All right. This is from his second solo album called Another World, and this uh, song is called China Bell. Is that him singing? Yes. You're gonna need a sweet love when you go, go, go. She got a diamond on her finger, you can see it glisten. She got plenty conversation, don't talk, just listen. She could be flying, bad, thinking 
Well, that rocks. That rocks. rocks. That rocks. Now just imagine Freddie singing that. Oh, yeah. So was this after his death? Yeah, 1998. Interesting. Are you fired up for the movie? Weird. We will be. um, Well, this will this will drop after that. But yeah, we're 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 going to see the movie and then come straight back here and record about it and give away some Queen stuff. So okay, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, then we'll know if it was a good, if it was That's good right. or a disaster. No, I'm sure Mike Myers will make it realistic for me. <laughs> I think currently it has. You're a, a cheeky monkey. No one's listening to Queen. Uh, I think. I think it currently has like a 53 on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Venom had a 30, a 30 and we loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you something. How, how do those things get these ratings when, I mean, who's rating it? Who's seen it? Just the same people. But like if you, it's just the same. A oh, good answer. 30 or 40 <laughs> critics. The same. So critics that have You're already literally seen three it? times you just said, just the same. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word critics. Uh <laughs> Just the same critics that like pretty much do everything, and then there's always like the one guy does the superhero movies but hates all super. Like you can click and yeah. see what he what else. And it's like, well then don't, well then don't review, review superhero them. movies. Jag off. Uh, Is the written review there? Yeah. Or, okay. So like they give you a blurb and then yeah. you can click. I didn't and realize that they put those out that early. I thought yeah. they waited until the. Here's here's the trick. If it if it if there's not a review up and it comes that week, the movie's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, but 53 isn't good. Mm-mm. I bet there will be parts of it that are awesome and parts of it that aren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not really looking to watch it like it's a real movie. Right. You're you know like, I want to see this performance. Part. Like, yeah, I want to see the how... The concert stuff will be cool. Right. Maybe some of the behind the scenes. And then, oh, here's Mike Myers. Yeah. Waddling in in a fat suit and sunglasses. <laughs> no one will play Queen. <laughs> <laughs> is, he the, is he the evil manager or something? Or the... Roy Thomas Baker. <laughs> oh, he's I don't the think per- he, he's not Roy Thomas Baker. <laughs> oh, he's not. No, I think he's some other guy. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, so I'm down to. I, I only have three left. Well, and that's I feel good. Confident that's about good that's good because one of those will be the play out because I'm in deep, deep trouble. Okay, so here, here we go. Jefferson Starship. Now you don't think of them as rocking. They rock. This song rocks. This is from the album Modern Times. Came out in '81. Great album. And it's a song called Save Your Love.
is a good song. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have that album? No, I I only have um I only have that the songs Find Your Find Way, Way Back and Stranger. Yeah, but that's a really good album. And and the thing is, Ron Nevison. I think so. that, yeah. And just what? How many years after that they were putting out? You know, we built this city. Great song. <laughs> I I like that song. I still like that song. That's not the worst song. No, it's not. But no. but it, it, there's a there's a big drop in quality from this to oh, that. Yeah. Ainsley Dunbar on drums on this album. And he's ex from Journey and yeah. and he and he played with um he was in later versions of UFO. Oh wow. I'm, yeah. What's his name? Partridge was out? Four? Yeah, Chris Partridge was out. They got rid of Chris yeah. Partridge. <laughs> so he was the third Chris Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I have two more songs. I'm not happy. Mike Myers plays Ray Foster, who's an EMI executive. So. No one will play yeah. Queen. The no e- one will play Ray Foster. <laughs> There's not going to be a six-minute song on the radio. The evil record company executive. Hmm. All the voices are making me cough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you a professional broadcaster? No. He's doing a lot of character no. work tonight. It's yeah. hard on the throat. And the props are good, I, too. <laughs> I only do those voices for myself. Okay. Friend of the show, Michael DeBar, in a band called Detective. Second album was called It Takes One to Know One. I've got the first one signed. It's right back there to Pat, Michael DeBar. He's a nice man. Uh, he's a raconteur. Mm-hmm. Tells stories. <laughs> Good guy. Murdoch. This song is Murdoch in MacGyver. He's also in the new MacGyver. Not as Murdoch. Mm. He, they just call him Gramps. <laughs> this song is called He Was in Power Station. Replaced Robert Palmer. He was married to... Pamela DeBar. Pamela DeBar, Miss Pamela. They have a child together. This song is called Bet You Won't Dance. Kind of a stone's groove there a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you think he feels being married to a woman who's known as the world's biggest groupie? Well, he's not married to her anymore. I know, but... I, but he must, the, I'm sure he's fine with it. Yeah. How sure would he, you... He had to have known. Yeah. <laughs> what if he didn't? Well, she put Wait, that... You what? She put that book out, and she, she slid it over in the table and said, Honey, uh, I need you to read something. Honey, what is this? Honey, I was in Barnes & Noble today, <laughs> and I saw... A, you wrote a book... Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's all f- free love and hippies, yeah. and, and it's you know. I know I've I've heard her interviewed several times. And she's I, been on the show, friend of the show, Pamela. That's right. But it, I've always it's I don't know. It just strikes me funny that she's like really proud of that. Like that was really. Well, like yeah, a, because they they felt like they were they were, and maybe they were the, mu- muse, the yeah. muses. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. 
It was it was different. It was different no, back then, Tom. Di- way different, Tom. <laughs> hey, different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Lots of stroking <laughs> for them, and lots of folking. <laughs> okay, let's rock. Let's get so, it back yeah, rocking you have, again. You have you have how many songs? I have now? two songs. I'm so gonna, one I'll of the, play one, this one. Wait, one of them is going to be the play yeah. out. So make a good choice. I will because my my. My list has failed me tonight. So How sad. many did you have? How many did you start off with? Because I had thirty-one or thirty-two. Um, I had, I started out with thirty-five and I whittled whittled it down to, to a, some to some shit to some mediocre eighteen. <laughs> no, you had some good ones. I started out strong and then it fell yeah. apart quickly. Well, mm-hmm. I had thirty-two. I thought thirty-two strong, and then went, after I did Lenny Kravitz, I eight or nine of them went right off the list. Right oh, there, wow. good. Okay, so and, this one rocks. This is this is some. Nuaba, new wave of British heavy metal. Okay. Iron Maiden. Oh. Now, my favorite Iron Maiden um, you like, era you is like, Paul Diano. Okay. Because like, yeah, that, that's how I discovered him. I discovered him when he was still in there. And I just, I, I, I like uh, Bruce Dickinson. I mean, I love Bruce Dickinson. He's just a little too operatic for me sometimes. Mm hmm. And uh, I like Paul Diano's just more gruff, hard hitting yeah. vocals. So this song here was not on an album. It was like a single that was released in 1980. Um, I think I got it later on like a greatest hits thing it was included on. But it's a song called Women in Uniform, and I dedicate this to my registered nurse wife. that one no i never heard that no one. pat um it's a cover and that's a co- I, it is a cover I think song it is, yeah i don't know if i've heard maiden's version or not but i liked it i liked it yeah um you know i i, I see all these books on your shelves here you need you should read paul diano's autobiography really it's called the beast or something like that but there's one part of it where I don't know if have you seen what he looks like now? Yes. I mean, he looks like a a thug from like Sons of Anarchy yep. or something, covered in tattoos, big guy, shaved head. Yep. But there's a part of the book that is just hilarious where he talks about his newfound um spirituality and sure. how he's found God, you know. And and it's it's literally says something to the effect of, "Well, my my uh my spirituality is very fucking important to me. And if anybody, you motherfuckers, have anything to say about it, I'll rip your fucking heads off. <laughs> so it's got, it's working. Uh, 
have you seen the the Iron Maiden documentaries they have on their YouTube channel? There are like three of them. They're each like an hour and a yeah, half. Officially yeah. produced. Yeah. They're great. They're great. But yeah, he's really funny in this. So I'm looking at some statistics on the Art19 website. These are the only, oh. only, only things I can see. Stat talk? Stat talk. I'm just like, um, series downloads of all time. This is just since we've been on Art19. I don't know if it pulls from other places. or. Is, I feel like it's only Art18, but I'm not positive. 1,255,323. It's a lot more than I thought we would have. Yeah, I know, right? But it's right there. Look, you can see it. I can see it. Now, Tom, I'm going to let you in on some things. But wait, but that might not include everything, though, right? That might not include everything. Yeah. I don't think it, we don't think it does, but that's high. Well, all of the episodes are on Art19. All of the episodes are on So you're saying if Art people 19. listen to it off of iTunes, that wouldn't be in that I number? Don't, I'm not positive. I'm not positive either. Okay. But here's what I am positive about. Our all-time most downloaded episode is Lost Gems of the 80s with John Lamoureux. Our second most all-time downloaded episode is our Queen episode with Ron and Dave Hansen. Our third all-time downloaded episode is Def Leppard with Alexi Lawless. Now, I'm seeing a pattern on some of these. It's the band yeah. ones or people are mm -hmm. Googling and the finding people find it. find it, yeah. U2 with Aaron Gould and Murray, Murray Valeriano. Two reasons I would think that that wouldn't be up there. <laughs> Aaron and Murray. I'm going to have to tell Aaron that because he always thinks that, that he didn't do a good job. Number five, Thin Lizzy mm. with Tom Neuerberg. And number six, Judas Priest with mm. Nate Treese. Edge that, uh, edge that Iron Maiden one out pretty fast. Uh, that was up yeah, there we for were a while. up there. We, 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 yeah, you're right. Gonna tell you, stat, should we do more stat talk real quick? Sure, I like all these. Look at these charts. I know, nice isn't this cool? You've can never you, seen this. Can you click on I them can and look see where that. they like click on the Thin Lizzy one and see if people from Ireland were uh, was there a concentration over there of people looking I, for that? I just can you do on, that? I'm clicking on it, it's got a finger, but it won't let me click on anything. Oh, okay, no, nope. <laughs> it's giving you the finger, it's giving me the finger. <laughs> I can tell you, here's what I'll tell you 30 percent of our downloads are international. Wow. Uh, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, New Zealand, and Japan. That's the place. Number one, the United States. Make podcasting great. Uh, yeah. So and that's just the last 30 days, it says. That's well, true. Hello, yeah, yeah. hello to uh, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, New Zealand, New Zealand and Japan. Japan. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And United States. And the United States. Good day, mate. But how about that, Tom? Now, Tom, when I pulled this up, I didn't <laughs> or know. Australia just went down, Tom. What happened? <laughs> when I pulled this up, Tom, I didn't know that Liz Thin Lizzy was going to be on the list. That's great. So that was a, that was a nice surprise for you. Mm-hmm. I'll sleep. I'm going to sleep well tonight knowing that uh, I've achieved worldwide fame. Oh, wait. Series downloads of all time. I read that one. It's 125. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 1,255,000. Now I'm a little bummed that we didn't see it hit 1 million. Yeah, maybe we see it hit uh, 2 million. Yeah. Another eight years. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. It's my turn. Mm -hmm. My turn. Mm -hmm. White Snake. Ooh. From the album Slide It In right to the top. Not sure what it means. <laughs> is this the top or is this the top? I think it's Slide Whistle. Slide Whistle right to the top? That's where we need that sound. You need the sound effect. <laughs> this song is called 
Give me more time. the table did that rock kyle that rocked that rocked in a white snake way of rocking <laughs> you don't like the snake no i do i do gonna see him we're gonna meet a member of uh, the snake tomorrow not in he's not with him anymore but doug aldrich mm-hmm. he don't mention it around him he's now in the dead daisies and in revolution saints mm. two bands uh, i don't know or care about <laughs> huh. i think i've heard of the dead daisies is someone else is that like a super group or something or? it is kind of a super group it's got mark mendoza marco mendoza oh, yeah. it's got uh john Carabi, dean castronova uh marco mendoza was in a configuration of thin lizzie at one point yeah and he was on the first black star riders album oh, he's okay, a yeah. great bassist yeah. that guy's cool um all right so that was my last song before we play your song because it's the play out song we are going to do some promoting tom you are on twitter i am pulp tom p-u-l-p-t-o-m and what's the pulp mean it's just from back in the um pulp fiction days oh you big fan yeah yeah big fan of that movie favorite movie that's your favorite movie of all time yep i i own it it's on my shelf it's a ringing endorsement (laughs) <laughs> I haven't seen it for so long. Well, see, that's one of those movies when I'm I'm I I, I very rarely put it into watch. Yeah. But if I'm flipping around and it's on, I always end up stopping on it and watching it. Zed's dead, baby. Yeah. My dad does that with Shawshank Redemption. He goes, "Oh Christ, Shawshank's on well, every weekend. It's yeah. on, <laughs> like, but like it's all it's always on. So he's just constantly he's saying, just surprised that. by it. Oh hell yes! <laughs> I was like, thinking of I was thinking of your dad and my brother today. I was thinking. What would he think if Edris Alba was James Bond? I don't know. He'd probably, he, he probably wouldn't like it because he doesn't even like Daniel Craig. He only really likes... But would he have trouble because would he say... Because I could hear him saying, James Bond isn't black. Um, maybe. Be honest. He might. But I, but I think he doesn't like any James. Like he hasn't liked any James he Bond like, since yeah. since Connery. Connery. So uh, Daniel Craig is better than John Connery. Oh my God, he's Daniel, so Daniel Craig is the best. So uh, he's the James best Bond. James Bond. And Edris Alba would be a great James I Bond. I think he'd too. be a good one too. He's just he's just starting because he's a similar age as Daniel Craig. I so know that's the that's the tough. Part. It's not an age thing though. It's a, Craig doesn't want to. Uh, yeah. Roger Moore, his last two, he was ninety. <laughs> Um, and racist. <laughs> he just doesn't want to do it, and Craig just doesn't want to do it anymore. It doesn't yeah. mean an album. That's true. They're both in great shape. Well, um, it looks like that that the, those movies would just beat you up. I mean, if, if you're doing even a fraction of your mm-hmm. own stunts in those things, it's got to just be beating the hell out of you. Just those opening sequences alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 but that's why I love Craig because he he gets right in there. That's what I say. Pulp Tom, Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dots and Funny. I am. 
We're at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. RockSolidPodcast.com. You could get t-shirts, donate t-shirts, to Patreon. Patreon. Get over to the Patreon page. Let's do this. Look, we had a million, 1.2 million downloads. Yeah, come on. It's in 173. I can't even keep 175 people over there. I'm working my ass off on this Patreon thing. Tom, what's what's over there right there? There's We got two vinyl. We got uh, we had books, s- CDs, prizes galore. Yeah, I mean, I got five it's books over there. It's taking up half a couch. Yeah, I got, I got, literally, I have five books there, two vinyl albums, I have six, uh, 11 CDs to give away. I got more stuff coming this week to and give for away. For $2 a month, you could get that. So for $24 for the whole if year, you, if you only won one thing and it was one of those vinyl that copies. Vi- that vinyl album, if you buy it on uh, Amazon right now, it's 39 bucks. Yeah, so you're still saving money. Yes. If you, I mean, come on. Five bucks a month, ASAP Club, you get the list of all the songs yeah. that have been on an episode. I, uh, today I tweeted that we're doing a Benjamin Orr episodes coming up and someone said, obviously someone that's not a follower or a listener, they said, when, when can I hear that? And I said, you can hear it on uh, November 15th or now if you go to the Patreon page and pay five bucks. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> For me, five bucks is, is, the, is the way to go. I don't want to dissuade the people paying more than that. But five bucks, you get, uh, I follow you on Twitter. You get the episodes soon after they're recorded, and you can win prizes. But if you sign up right now for the $10 tier, I didn't expect to do this much shilling. If you sign up for the $10 tier right now, you can watch our weekly videos. And now, since we've been doing it so long, there's got to be 60 videos, 60 yeah. to 70 videos there. Yeah. Because I put one up every week. Sometimes they're up to 15 minutes long sometimes. Yeah. And it's... Uh... Sometimes four seconds. You know, you kind of, you do reviews, you look at your music collection, you've had questions with guests. Yeah. It's a variety of things. It's a variety, it's not not the same stuff, unboxings a lot. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. So anyway, uh, but what I was going to say was uh, uh, 1.2 million downloads, you know, two bucks a a month, it's uh, 50 cents an episode. Kyle was worth that, right? Yeah. All right, that's it. That's all I want to say. Uh, that was a lot of shilling. I don't usually don't like to do that, but I just I did threw it out there. Fuck it, right, Tom? Well, what's the, what's a magic number for you? What would you like to get to? Because didn't you lose? You said you lost a couple. Did we get? Did you get those back? Yeah, well, I think we're like um, I could tell you, you lost a couple over the all, Ted Nugent. Snafu. Also, this is like it. This is we're we're before the Queen movie, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever you hear this, that's what we're talking. This about. isn't gonna drop till this isn't gonna drop till after that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, so they know. Currently, right now, I have 172 patrons. And that's good. It would be great if I, I don't know. What's the highest amount you have? Anybody over, like, The highest, the highest ever. What do you mean, the highest amount of? Like, donating. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of $25 people because they get to come and host then. That's the hosting tier. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it would be great to have 200 patrons. And I only want $2 a month. That's all I want from you. But anyway, that's enough. That sounds, I don't like doing it. Um, Tom, thank you for coming. This was an okay topic. Uh, <laughs> no, this was a great topic. It was a good topic. I liked it. Um, and what's the play out? Okay, my last song. We can't get out of here without playing at least one Kiss song. And this is. You had Journey Look into the Future on yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. Do you you want- Huey Lewis, sooner, sooner or later. later. That is a great song. Yeah. But see, you scared me off. I didn't think it rocked hard enough. So I, I said, I'm not going to do it. I don't know if so it does. this Kiss song, I think this Kiss song rocks. I think it's one of their, it's one of my favorite Kiss songs. 
And whenever I'm trying to win someone over on Kiss, this is one that I play for them because I think it has a harder edge that what they're used to. We gonna play Burn, bitch, burn. <laughs> and this, then another good treadmill tune. This is from a Kiss album that I hate. Well, thanks for that run up. <laughs> this is I, the opening song from their first non-makeup album. Look it up. 1983. Written by Paul Stanley. And the song is called Exciter. Yeah. And I think it kicks ass. And Vincent Cusano, which is Vinnie Vincent. Exciter. I mean, it's no 2014 Lover Boy song, but it's okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Kiss, Exciter. Let me tell you something before you play that card. I just want to say Exciter is a great song. It's from an album called Lick It Up. A lot of people say, Paul. I say, what? They say, Paul, what's the best song on Lick It Up? I say, Exciter. Who'd you write it with? I wrote this with Vinny Vincent, but his real name is Vincent John Cusano. There we are. Gene Simmons is on bass. Sounds like Creatures of the Night, though. 